It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's like Throwback Thursday, but on a Friday, some oldies you may have heard of before, like Dan Snyder transgressions and Alex Smith, both of whom are on the docket today on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, we are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, and we thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am David Harrison, covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, and my co-host, Chris Russell, the Rooster, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at dharrison82, at russellmania621, and at LO Commanders. While Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew are working towards figuring out how to field a winning roster, investigators are continuing to pick apart the Dan Snyder organizational environment. And Chris, it only seems to get darker the deeper and deeper and deeper we go. Yeah, how about this? More controversy for Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. Is it a day that ends in Y, David? (laughs) Um, So here's the deal for our listeners, our viewers that are maybe unaware, uh, maybe aren't following every little detail. The Washington Post first on Thursday and then frontofficesports.com came out with two separate but two somewhat similar uh, reports. And basically, in a nutshell, David, it's a investigation by the House Oversight Committee of, of course, the federal government, the same House Oversight Committee that held the Congressional Roundtable that has been looking into workplace harassment and environment issues at the commanders, former Redskins, um, that has been very involved, of course, in determining what happened or trying to determine what happened. And apparently they have discovered according to uh, whichever report you read, and there was a little bit more detail on the front office sports one, uh, than the Washington Post, they had discovered potential. And again, we wanna stress potential financial impropriety uh, on behalf of the Washington Commander's organization. And David, we don't wanna, again, accuse anybody of anything. We are simply reacting to the two different reports and what we know, which is the House Oversight Committee is currently conducting the investigation now on more than just workplace harassment. So I ask you, without, again, being what we're not, um, and I'm not an auditor and I don't think you are the last time I checked, do you think this is a big deal? Is this something that should really, 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 uh, I guess, scare the daylights maybe out of Dan Snyder and others. I mean, it should it should scare the daylights out of Dan Snyder if it's true. And, you know, uh, with the accusations that are being made, uh, you know, one of it involves, you know, having two books, one that, you know, reflects reality and one that reflects what he was trying to deliver to people and, and all those things. 
Uh, and he knows if this is true or not. Like at the end of the day, I know what the statement says and I know what the team's stance is and all that, but I've yet to see a team or an executive or an influencer or whatever come out and say, yes, I did what they're accusing me of doing and I'm sorry and I'm ready to take my medicine. Right. Like, so, you know, it, it's gotten to the point now where when accusations are made, denials are issued, nobody really believes either side uh, until things start to kind of be unveiled. So if, if Dan Snyder did this, he knows he did it. And obviously it means that the, the, the committee is onto him. And I mean, they're going to, they're going to find it, right? Like there's, there's going to be evidence they're going to find they're already on it. Uh, it's going to come out. So he's basically somewhere bracing for the worst. And it's, it's, and at the end of the day, you know, outside of finding out that this money that, you know, was misrepresented or whatever the details of it are hurt somebody in some sort of a physical capacity or a real capacity, other than maybe like a billionaire having less billions of profit somewhere. What he's already been accused of, honestly, is already worse than what this really is. I mean, at the end of the day, if it's if it's him not paying a few taxes and, and squeezing out some dimes uh, and some dollars for himself more, it's definitely greedy. It's definitely despicable. But actual direct, you know, influence over human beings and their welfare and and their privacy, to me anyway, is worse. And again, all the details still have to come out and we'll see where the dots get connected. But just upfront financial crimes, a little bit less impactful typically on society than human to human crimes. Um, that being said, it's just one more thing to pile on to the back. Now, this one, what's interesting, and again, uh, all of this is accusation right now, so none of it's even proved or or known or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's still a lot to be uh, determined of what is actually real, what is actually not real. But if any of this involves skimming profits from from the league or from from other owners potentially making money or earning mm -hmm. uh, profits off of this, this could be yet another uh, blow, you know, or, or you know, blow across the bow of, of Dan Snyder's sinking ship, as as it would seem. I mean, the the rumors that the owners are getting sick of him, and obviously Roger Goodell has has exchanged public uh, kind of uh, daggers towards him. Uh, this just could be one more hole in the ship to to bring on more water. So eventually, what pretty much everybody in the public wants is that Dan Snyder is no longer associated with the franchise. All right, before I read you the statements from both uh, the House Oversight Committee and as well the Washington Commanders, one point that I will just take issue with, with what you just said, and I mostly agree uh, mm -hmm. with it, there's no doubt that personal sexual harassment, workplace environment stuff is more, um, more, more damaging, more important, all that. One thing we should point out, right, if it is proven true, and that's a huge if, and again, right. we are not accusing anybody of anything. We are reacting to reports by two established media outlets, essentially saying the same thing with some different details. But if it is proven, right, it could, could potentially arise to a crime. It could potentially arise if it's tax evasion. It could, if it's using a, a separate, you know, two different books, whether it be within the NFL or against the federal government or the state government, we don't know. But again, that's why this is so serious. Whether the allegations are true, what can be found, what can be proven, we have no idea. But we should not, I don't think, we should not just dismiss this as um it's no big deal, which some people are already trying to do. This could be, could be, emphasis on could be, David, a very big deal. Let me read you real quickly the statement from the commanders. Quote, the team is not aware of any investigation by the House Oversight Committee regarding financial matters, despite vague and unsubstantiated, unsubstantiated claims today by anonymous sources, according to a spokesman. 
quote, the team categorically denies any suggestion of financial impropriety of any kind at any time. We adhere to strict internal processes that are consistent with industry and accounting standards with uh, that are audited annually by a globally respected independent auditing firm and are also subject to regular audits by the NFL. We continue to cooperate fully with the committee's work. Now, the House Oversight Committee in a statement to again, front office sports, quote, the committee continues to investigate the hostile workplace and culture of impunity at the Washington Commanders as well as the National Football League's inadequate response and a lack of transparency, uh, said a spokesman for that HOC uh, to front office board. Quote, the committee will follow the facts wherever they may lead. So, end quote. So they're not even acknowledging the House Oversight Committee that they are investigating this, but they're saying, right. hey, it's an open investigation. We're going to go wherever the trail uh, takes us. Anything yep. that jumps out to you real quickly about those two statements? Uh, you know, not a confirmation of, of the report, but also not a denial of the report. But again, it's a government committee. It's a government investigation. You really pretty much leave it at circumlocution. You're going to answer the question, but you're not going to actually say anything. So again, it's just, it's just one more thing that everybody's going to have to wonder about and worry about. And then if it comes out as true, because we do expect the next you know results or whatever to be made public and known, uh, then it's going to be back onto the merry-go-round of, is this going to be enough uh, for Dan Snyder to finally be removed from the organization and for someone, I don't know, Jeff Bezos to come in uh, and and hopefully return, uh, you know, the, the burgundy and gold to what the, those colors should represent, which is not being a laughing stock of, of the NFL. I'll just wrap up by saying this, and we'll get to more Dan Snyder coming up a little bit later in the show. This is exactly why Congress and the House Oversight Committee is involved. It's yeah. exactly why to make sure that there are no irregularities as best they possibly can. Where it will lead, we don't know. Coming up, a former Washington quarterback piles on, or does he? We'll answer that next. Along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Commanders podcast. Yeah, and something else we're going to answer in the coming week is the national champion in college basketball. After months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the Final Four and will determine this year's national champion. This coming week, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it, they've got it. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view. If you're watching us on YouTube each and every day, we are part of the podca uh, Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. Make sure you're following the Locked On NFL podcast, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories 
around the National Football League every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Along with David Harrison, again, at dharrison82 on Twitter. I'm at russellmania621 and the podcast at LO Commanders. All right, so David, let's get into it. Alex Smith on the Rich Eisen show, ruffling some feathers in some fans' minds, at least. Uh, I don't know if he said anything that egregious. Did he really ruffle any feathers? Did he pile on? I don't know how to answer this. Yeah, um, I mean, he didn't break any news. Like, what he said is just kind of what we've always been saying and, and what we've been talking about for, you know, for for me a little over a year, for you, for who knows how long total. But, I mean, uh, you know. Long. Yeah, I mean, I saw some people commenting that Alex hasn't even been in the organization for 20 years, and that's true. So he's kind of talking. He's kind of coming out of pocket there, talking about something he really doesn't have any experience with. My, I mean, my thing, look, is just, I, I don't know, man, move on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not upset by it. I, don't, I wasn't offended by it. I mean, he's not talking about me anyway. And if I work inside the building, if I'm Ron Rivera or Martin Mayhew or anybody else, Jason Wright, I, I just I don't even you know I might see the headline and move past like I will honestly wouldn't even click on the headline to see what he actually said because we know that Alex isn't happy with the organization we know he's not happy with the way he thinks he was treated you know I'm sure there's some truth to it but you know with every drama and conflict between human beings you know the old adage is there's, there's one side of the story there's the other side and the truth is usually somewhere in the middle Alex isn't happy um, I mean at the end of the day you know if, if it was that bad then you, why did you want to stick around in the first place? Why did you want to be the starting quarterback? Why did you want to, you know, have the opportunity to prove yourself? It seems like you'd probably be happier getting away from the organization. So it just, it just, it, it, it reeks of uh, an ex that can't get over the fact that they're an ex, and it doesn't upset me. It doesn't make me honestly. It kind of makes me sad for Alex because I, I mean, he, he was a quarterback for a long time in the National Football League, and not the greatest, but not bad either by a lot of standards, and. He went through a lot of system changes and head coach changes, and this is the time of year. I mean, you've got quarterbacks going to new teams, learning new systems, dealing with new coaches. I would think, like, if we brought Alex Smith onto the Locked On Commanders podcast, I would want to talk to him about Carson Wentz entering a new system, entering a new team, you know, and, and talk about, you know, the fact that he's coming here where he doesn't have any pre-existing relationships uh, versus, you know, obviously Philadelphia, he establishes that about career, and then he goes – to Frank Wright and the Colt, like how could that be different than his other stops? And if you're Carson, how are you dealing with all the noise? Like that's what I would want to talk about if I was Alex Smith, but instead people bring him on his show and all they want to hear is just more drama about an organization that you're going into the second year of not even being a part of. Um, it's, it's just sad. Honest. Like, like that's honestly how I feel about it. As I look at it, I look at him and I'm like, this is sad, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to live that existence. Not like well, he, here, physically live. Question, I wouldn't want to go question, through those just, interviews. Sorry. Here's my question. Yeah. Just counter that. Was he given the, the opportunity to, to answer it the way I guess you would have preferred him to answer it. What I mean by yeah. that is Rich Eisen, uh, where this interview took place was yeah. like, Hey, what kind of advice would you give? And, and I'm par loosely paraphrasing, you know, right. what, what kind of advice would you give to Carson Wentz? Knowing and Rich knows, of course, he's asking a guy who yeah. spent a couple of years in that building recently, right, with a lot of chaos and controversy. So if he was asked, 
what's the most difficult part of learning a new system as a quarterback as Carson Wentz is going to have to because he doesn't know Ron Rivera, Scott Turner. I think Alex Smith gives us a different answer, right? But he's asked basically what kind of advice you would give to Carson Wentz. And he's like, look, it's really hard to focus in there. It's really hard to concentrate on just football. It's there's a lot of noise uh, from yeah. the owner on down. You know, it's a passionate market. It's a big market. Politics. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on, and it it was really hard to concentrate. And again, I'm generally paraphrasing what Alex said just for the purposes right. of brevity. So, where and and then Rich kind of doubled down, and he was like. Well, well, you know, like, what do you, what do you mean? Like there, there was a distraction from the front yeah. office down to the, and, and, and Alex is at that point, he's answering, honestly, David, I, I can just tell you, and I can tell our viewers and our listeners this, I've spent 13 years covering this organization on a nearly everyday basis. Not, not all of that time on the beat officially, not all of that time every day in the locker room, but plenty of time in the locker room, uh, five years in the building, uh, eight years on the beat, so on and so forth. I can just tell you, it's turmoil city in there. It yeah. is drama city, as Devin Thomas, a former second round pick, used to call it. It's not every day, not every week, not every year, but, well, all right, most every year, if not every year, but not every day, not every week. But there is way too much of it. And I think we all understand that and know that. And I think Alex, even though he's got a little bit of a grudge and a little bit of a vendetta against Ron Rivera and maybe even Dan Snyder, maybe, even though they were seen partying or talking together uh, at the end of 2019 and the suite and all that stuff. And um, even though Alex has got a grudge, I think what he said, quite honestly, was fair. Carson Wentz is going to have to deal with this. He's going to have to deal with a lot of things that a quarterback should not have to deal with that make his job harder. And I believe, in my heart of hearts, David, that's all Alex was saying. I I really don't believe he tried to railroad Ron Rivera. Well, he didn't railroad anybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, nothing he said was groundbreaking. Like, nothing he said is going to shake, you know, the foundation of, of the rocky found, you know, the rocky ground that the found the, the, the franchise is already sitting on. So nothing right. he said is new. Nothing he said is, is explosive. It's a story because he's notable. It's yeah. the off season and it's drama and there's, there's history there and all those things. I, I you know, I'm simply saying that he, you know, you get asked the questions you get asked and, and that's obviously a, a true and a, and a factor of everything, but he chose to to make the narrative that he distributed on the Rich Eisen show about the dysfunction going on within the franchise instead of about a new quarterback entering into he could he could say we all know there's a lot of things going on in that franchise Carson is going to have to a b c and d but he didn't he chose there's a lot of things going on in that franchise a b c d e and f Carson's going to have to deal with that he chose to make the Carson Wentz part of it the short answer and the drama around the franchise the long answer and again to me like I said, I don't have a problem with it. He's a grown man. He can he can say whatever he wants, and he's got that right, and he's earned that right. Uh, but I just – I would think that, again, with, with the amount of years you put into NFL service, that you would want to spend your time talking to people about your experience as an NFL quarterback versus your uh, your minimal negative experiences with a franchise at the end of your career because all it's going to do if you're Alex Smith is continue to tie your name to the way you exited 
Washington, and I don't know why that's the legacy you want you want to have. Uh, that's a really interesting counterpoint, and I guess I didn't really think about it in in that respect. So I'm glad you said it, and certainly that's a perspective that I think many Commanders fans are going to have and, and want, and, and they're going to not understand why Alex was quote unquote piling on, especially after Ron Rivera said what he did. Uh, earlier this week, which was he's tired of it. He wants to move in a different direction. Maybe it wasn't necessary for Alex to do, do that. Maybe Alex should have spun it uh, a different way. Either way, we'll let that rest. Coming up next here on the Locked On Commanders podcast, another development with Dan Snyder. If you could believe it, that might make you shake your head. But first, guys, this is the time of the year as we are uh, now a quarter of the way into the calendar year that most people have given up on their workout routines, their diets, all of that. So it's really hard to keep it up, but it's not hard if you trust our friends at Built Bar. That's right, BuiltBar.com. They're always going to take care of you, whether it be winter, spring, summer, or fall, or whatever month you might be in, they're going to have you covered. At Built Bar, they not only have the Built Bars, which are awesome and so many different flavors, but they also have the Built Bar Puffs, which are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow, and they have awesome flavors. Banana cream pie is my favorite, coconut marshmallow, cinnamon yummy, yummy, delicious, churro-y marshmallow puffs. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And again, you get the traditional bars, in so many different flavors. David's favorite is mint brownie, mine, well, I like them all, but peanut butter brownie, all for you guys at BuiltBar.com. And guess what? Also at BuiltBar.com, if you use the promo code LOCKED15, you're gonna get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Final segment here at the Locked On Commanders Podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at WrestleMania621. I am at DHarrison82, the show at LO Commanders. Dan Snyder, we're gonna we're gonna bracket the episode. We're gonna start with Dan. We're gonna end with Dan. Matt Paris of the Washington Times shooting down Roger Goodell's contention that Dan Snyder has been removed or is removed from Commanders' day to day business. Chris, uh, it just never ends. But uh, it, it, it doesn't. And listen, Matt Paris did a fine job reporting, and and we're not gonna regurgitate everything that that, that he said. You can check it out at the Washington Times.com. Uh, Matt's a good reporter. I know he's not making this up. Uh, He was just at the owners' meetings. Uh, Everybody thought it was very fishy and suspicious, David. I don't think we got a chance to talk about this uh, because of the timing of everything. When Rogers, as far as I know, he's not involved in operations. He's not at the facility. Meanwhile, he's at every game, and he conducted the press conference on 2-2-22. But apparently he's not – So I can just tell you from my own experience, and again, not being in that building every day anymore, I can't tell you for sure, but I've heard uh, that Dan Snyder, you know, 
Dan Snyder used to not be in the building under when Bruce Allen was running things. He used to not be in the building during the non-football season, with the exception of special events, the draft, all that kind of thing. I don't know for sure if Dan has changed and now uh, changed his approach during like February and March. I haven't been able to get that confirmed. But again, nothing should surprise you. Nothing should make you go, really? Wow. Okay. And you shouldn't honestly believe anything that comes out of Roger Goodell's mouth. I know that's crude. Uh, maybe it's, it's cruel. Maybe it's unfair. But I don't believe that Roger Goodell is telling you the truth 98% of the time. I think he's telling you what you want to hear and yeah. what is convenient, not what he thinks can be disproven. And again, if you take the reporting of Matthew Paris and the sources he talked to, it's been proven to be not true. Ron Rivera has very much alluded to being in constant contact with Dan Snyder for the Carson Wentz trade. Even yeah. last, like October, uh, on my radio station, the Team 980 with Kevin Sheehan, he said, oh, yeah, you know, Dan and I bump into each other at the facility, at the stadium, at games, whatever. So, I mean, listen, a bunch of it is smoke, and you should probably just prepare yourself for the fact that you're being misled. And And I'm saying that. I'm saying that you're probably being misled by the, the the organization and by the National Football League. Yeah, well, look, Roger Goodell's job is very simple, is to make the owners as much money as possible, as quickly as possible, and, and try to make it as consistent as possible. That's, that's what Roger Goodell gets paid to do. And make no mistake about it, Roger Goodell works for the owners of the National Football League. It might look on the outside like the owners actually answer to him, but don't forget, it's the owners that are the ones who choose whether or not he stays employed. The Roger Goodell works for the owners of 32 NFL franchises. The NFL franchise owners don't work for him. They don't report to him. It's a self-governing governing entity. We've seen it with the NCAA. We've seen it with other major pro uh, pro major sports leagues like Major League Baseball. When you have a self-governing and governing, governing, I don't know, I can't say that word. When you have an organization that polices itself, Chris, there's always going to be a problem. There has to be a disinterested third person. That's why we have government house committees of oversight and everything created. Like it's a, it's an unfortunate reality of the human condition, but it is what it is. When you give a bunch of people a bunch of money and a bunch of power, eventually some of them, if not a large scale of them, are going to abuse said money and said power. So whenever Roger Dale steps up to the microphone or steps up to a telephone to give somebody a statement, just understand the man gets paid. He makes his living protecting the shield. And most of us would like to think you protect the shield by acting with integrity, with honesty, and with transparency. That is not the truth. The truth is whatever is happening behind the shield needs to stay tucked into the nice, neat confines of the shield's shadow and not see the light of day in order to keep the shield nice and shiny. And when it starts to spill out, you either find a scapegoat to dump it on so it stays away from the shield, or you do everything you can in your power to keep it from getting to light. That is what Roger, Roger Goodell gets paid to do. He gets a lot of money to do it because he's good at it. Even like just the, the things that you find out about, imagine the things that you don't find out about that keep him employed. Dan Snyder, I'll just wrap up this portion. Dan Snyder was listed on four different committees at the owners meetings that the lists that were distributed to media, JP Finley posted about this. Uh, Dan was, not Tanya, not Jason Wright, Dan was. Dan was not present. The reason why that's significant, not that he wasn't present, we didn't think he would be present, the reason why it's significant is because people like Stephen Jones, Charlotte Jones, uh, Robert Kraft's son, um, uh, uh, I think it's Stephen Kraft, they were specifically listed under certain subcommittees in terms of 
uh, the different league functions and the different league groups that make up these subcommittees, they were listed specifically by names and they're not specifically owners. They are part of the organization. They are clearly owners to be or what have you, but they are not actually the owners. So if Tanya truly is running things, if Tanya is truly running all team and league business, why isn't Tanya listed under those subcommittees? Just something to ponder, just something to think about. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the week, guys. Uh, right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast, we thank you again for making LOC your first listen and watch if you're watching us on YouTube of the day. Now make your second listen and watch the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL draft to life each and every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back after the weekend. We got to get into Colin Cowherd's listing of NFC East quarterbacks. Wait till you hear this one. If you want to hop in, it's locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com or Dialing in on the voicemail, 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577. We promise to get to as many of those as we can when we don't have as much news. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders, for SI.com's Fan Nation, and on Twitter, at DHarrison82, I'm Chris Russell. Go listen to the Russell and Ned Hurst Show on the Team 980 with Pete Ned Hurst. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another. Don't travel like a maniac. And thank you for joining us right here on the Locked Up Commanders Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.